This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle bells. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. <laughs> With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Joe Ingles joins us now on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joe, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Still got the medal around your neck? I've got no, I haven't got much of a voice left, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't right now. I just went to Jacob's school to drop him off, so um, no, I wasn't going to uh, make this trip. <laughs> I, I personally, if I think if I won an Olympic medal, which I'm not going to, but if I did, I think I would wear it around when I drop kids off at school, just wear it to the grocery store or whatever. Just wear it. Uh, yeah, I, I actually took, I took Jacob to school yesterday, and all his teachers, when I dropped him off, were very surprised that I didn't have it on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the last 72 hours that I went through before that, before landing here, was pretty rough. So, um, yeah, good to take a break. <laughs> I heard there was some commotion at the airport that people were waiting for you. Would you come in on Monday night? Um, I have no idea what day it is now, and I don't know what day I got in. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it, people are there, like my family. Is that what you, they're the only people that I wanted at the airport, right? But um, I heard that people knew you were coming in with your with your with your medal and everything, and they were there to congratulate. Maybe not, but that's what I'd heard. Yeah, someone liked you. It was just my family. Well, after everyone was real cool, then after you turned around and walked away, people were staring at you then because there were people texting on the plane and going nuts and all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious, you you told us you wanted the you wanted a medal, and Australia had been 0 for 8 in games with medals on the line, and you lost the semi, so it was 0 for 9. So I'm curious, in the middle of that game, knowing how bad you wanted it, was it just another basketball game, or was it a different deal because you knew what was at stake every minute of the game? Um, I mean, it was it was probably the most different feeling I've had in a basketball game, if, if that makes any kind of sense. Um, like you said, I think all time for, for playing off for a medal, whether that be the semi-final or a third, fourth game, we were 0-11. So, um, obviously, as a country, our first Olympics was 1964, I think it was, which was in Tokyo, um, which is coincidental, but... Um, so to go through all those Olympic campaigns and, and World Cups, obviously, between that as well, but, but never medal. And um, We built this thing for 12 years since, since Patty and myself joined it in 2007, 2008. Um, obviously, the goal was to, to win a gold medal. That's what I don't think any team was going there to lose or to, to not play well or, or whatever. And um, once we lost the semifinal to, to the U.S., um, it's a it's a weird feeling because you're frustrated because you lost the game and we were up 15 at one point in that game so we knew obviously we could have beat them if we kept and, and played um, a bit more consistently obviously we knew how good a team they were um, 
and it's a hard thing. And I think what we've struggled with in the past is, I guess, the mental part between losing that game and in 36 hours having to back it up to, to still play off for a medal. And we've the, the last three. In the group, the guys that had been there those last few campaigns, there was, there was just no way we were going to lose. Um, obviously, we were up against a, a hell of a team, and, and obviously Luca. But um, the, the vibe was really good within that group. But I obviously personally feel like we, we were just never going to lose that game. So you talk about how this is a 12-year mission, basically, for Australian basketball. Uh, how much have you seen the Australian basketball as a whole in a country, and then in your particular case, the national team, progress over those 12 years? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a 65-year mission, really, since we first made the Olympics. But it's um, obviously, since I've been involved, we've been going pretty hard on this. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is that the mindset that, that teams or organizations or whatever it is businesses have and um, we never had a not that we ever had a bad culture or, or mindset but I I think the, the 12 years ago 10 years ago once we, we've been to a, a campaign or two shifting the mindset from just dying and obviously hoping to, to win some games to like we, we, we can win this thing like we can genuinely and, and obviously like I said it took time but I remember 2008 and 2012 in, in Beijing and London, we crossed over with America. And, I mean, going into the game, I was young and pretty immature as well, but um, we knew for us to win that game, something pretty miraculously had to happen. And the, the mindset shift from, from then to what it has been for the last kind of eight years of, of these last few campaigns and, and World Cups and stuff, um, we've gone to, to win the tournament out of the 32 teams of the World Cup and the 16 of the Olympics, um, our mindset has been to, to win a gold medal. And that's been, obviously you guys have, have heard us talk about it. It's been in the media. It's been every interview we've talked about. And it's it's a very different mindset than what we had in 2008. Um, even the guys, one of our assistant coaches was my roommate in 2008 and, and the captain of our team then. And he, he would tell you, now our coach was, our coach that we just had, he was our same coach in, in Beijing as well. And very, very different mindset. And the gold medal and the, the, that mindset wasn't just the players or the, 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 the coaches. It was the, the staff. It was the physios. It was the Basketball Australia admin. It was the, the media lady. We had Everybody had to have a standard of gold medal. Like That's the, that's the standard. If you don't want to kind of advise to that standard, then we don't want you a part of this this, this uh not a not an organisation, but this uh, this team, I guess, and um, it, it's taken some time. And, and I think obviously we've got got great people in, in all those roles. And everything we did from from the minute we got to Irvine in in Los Angeles for our first camp was a gold medal standard. And I think the disappointment from the US game, and then to, to bounce back the way we did, and again, obviously giving. Slovenia and Luca a lot of credit because I don't think anyone even expected them to be in the tournament from, from the teams they had to play as well to, to even qualify and for them to get through that and keep playing and, and make the top four is a, a hell of an effort and um, again we knew what we were up against but um, yeah I just like I said before I, there was just no doubt in my mind we were, we were going we to lose that game. 
So what is the reaction like from Australia? Obviously, you haven't been able to go home in a while, but you're still tied into people there. What, what happens to your phone when you finally get that medal? Oh, it was unbelievable. Um, and I think the other part, which, which obviously we understood as, as a team, was um, uh, Australia has been in and out of lockdowns, and they're actually currently right now in um, two, three, four, I don't know how many weeks they're up to, but um, in a pretty strict lockdown. So they've been stuck in their houses, can only leave for a couple of things. And um, the, the joy that it brought kids, families, parents, grandparents, people that have watched our team, people that support Australia, um, the, the joy and happiness that it brought so many people was, was such a good feeling. Um, so obviously that was that was that was awesome to, to feel and hear those messages and then um, I mean friends, family, random people. Like <laughs> I think I've I, I still haven't um, I literally have not looked at any of the messages in my phone yet. Um, and there's a lot of them and I'll eventually slowly get back to people but um, I mean post post game was obviously celebration time for us. Um, right after the game up until um, I landed in, in Salt Lake. So um, it, it's been a long, it was a long 72 hours. And it's been nice to, to celebrate and, and obviously spend some time with Renee and the kids and obviously the kids understanding. Um, I walked through the, the terminal to, to get out to the kids um, a couple of days ago and the first thing Miller said was like, where's your medal? Like, for, and for her to, to understand it and, and want to see it was, was obviously pretty special, but it's... Um, yeah, my phone's got a lot of a lot of messages that I'll eventually get back to. But um, yeah, it's been a like I said, it's been a long seventy-two hours. So, what do you need to do now as far as preparing for the season? Do you need to just veg for a little bit, or how are you going to handle that? I mean, in the nicest possible way. I haven't even thought one second about it. Um, again, it's been a, a hell of a five or six weeks and twelve years leading up to this, and. Um, right now, I'm enjoying my time at home with, with the kids and heading away tomorrow for a little bit just to spend some some time on the beach with, with the kids. Miller and Jacob have only talked about Dad and the beach for about two months here, so we're going to go spend some time together. Um, I haven't spoken to one person from the Jazz yet in terms of um, when to be back or, or what the scheduling looks looking like. Um, I think they're in... I don't even know. I think they're in Vegas right now, aren't they? Yeah. I don't even know where they are. Yeah. Um, I've been honestly completely kind of switched off from that part of the world. Just, uh, we've, we've been so locked in on, on this goal. And, um, yeah, once I get a couple of days here away, I'll, I'll obviously reach out to some people and, um, yeah, just kind of see what the plan going forward is. But, um, yeah, to, I guess, simply ask and answer your first question, a, a bit of rest is definitely first and foremost and um, spending time with my, my family. Joe Ingles joining us. Joe, you're going to trash talk Rudy? I mean, he gets silver, you get bronze, but that's just because they ran into the United States later and you ran into him earlier. I think you're going to have a word with him. Well, they're the only team that lost in the last two games, I think. America won and we won. So <laughs> they're the only team that got a, got a medal and lost. So, um, but no, no, it was... I mean, obviously, yeah, the, the way they played the, the second round or whatever you want to call it, they kind of just pulled him out of the hat and you just get kind of placed wherever and obviously a couple of teams you can't face with, with the seedings um, but yeah I mean it was obviously happy for him as well and um, got to see him uh, obviously at the, the medal celebration and um, 
yeah, happy for him. I don't know where he is either right now. I think he's in Paris somewhere. Um, but yeah, pretty cool to, to have two guys with, with medals coming back and um, obviously at some point we'll, we'll get back to the, the facility and have plenty of, of stories to share. So do you even know that the Jazz re-signed Conley, signed Rudy Gay, his son Whiteside, and traded for uh, Pascal Mitchell's friend? Um, yeah, I know a little bit of pieces. I've, I've honestly been so switched off from it. Um, again, not in a, a negative way or anything, but I've, I've tried to stay so locked in on what this goal was, and, and obviously it was worth, worth every minute of it because we, we brought a medal home. But um, obviously you do see the things that have gone on and um, yeah my phone blew up a couple of times with some nice trade rumours which was nice to wake up to when I'm <laughs> trying, to get ready for a, trying to get ready for a semi-final and everyone's asking me when I'm leaving yeah, what do you um, think about playing for the Warriors Joe? <laughs> I mean a part of it's like it, it obviously pisses you off because you especially me like I've obviously never asked or thought about leaving um Obviously, a part of it is out of my control. If they don't want me, then they don't want me, and I'm not going to sulk about it. I'll go. I'll uh, I'll do what everyone kind of told to do, or traded to do, whatever the. I don't know how. I've never really been in any of those rumours. So, um, yeah. Obviously, I woke up and was a little bit surprised, I guess. But um, again, I think I, I think I called Renee and was like. What the f? And then <laughs> again, it was like obviously it's out of my control, and I've had at the time I had way bigger things going on, and um, had friends texting me asking what's going on and and if it's true or whatever. And I mean, you're better off calling. I said <laughs> I told all the ladies. I mean, you guys can ask buddy Justin, but it's out of my control. So I was trying to get ready for our our games and and focus on that. And, um, obviously, a little bit of a distraction, but it is what it is. It's part of uh, part of part of this business. Well, you know, the other way to look at it, and possibly you don't look at it like this. The other way to look at it is the Warriors aren't making any moves without Steph Curry signing off on stuff. Somebody wanted you, and that they that there would be any traction at all. The offer must have been pretty good, and the Jazz. Apparently didn't want to do it because you're still playing for the Jazz. Does any of that flatter you? Any part of that? Or the Jazz really wanted to get rid of me and they couldn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a bronze medal and I'm going to the beach tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Like I said, it's it's a part of the business. Um, I guess you know, the, the different awkward part or whatever was I, was I was obviously heavily focused on something and my, my phone was blowing up with something obviously at that point kind of something that I didn't want to be thinking about so obviously glad nothing did happen um, like I said I've only really played here um, and I've, I've obviously openly said that I only want to play here but um, yeah see what happens <laughs> trade deadline's coming up isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it could go either way, but my guess is that you're going to be here. You're going to retire here. They're going to have a Joe Ingles Day and all that stuff uh, in the short term as far as that. Uh, is it something that uh, you've been able or, or 
after they made these moves, I don't even know if you've, you've spoken out, you've been so preoccupied if you believe that the team is better now, because it looks like on paper does anyway, and obviously we've been talking about it, that, man, you guys got a, you got a really good shot, if not a better shot than you had this past season, next season. Yeah, obviously, obviously bringing Mike back was a, a big piece of that, and for them to be able to get that done, and um, and then the other the, the other guys we got, um, all bring I guess a, a bit of a different um, a different look to what we what we had last year um, and previous years. So um, we're probably a bit deeper, which is good as well. And um, yeah, it, it's something again. Obviously, I haven't thought too much about. You're literally the first person that. I've thought about it with or spoken to with. So, um, yeah, you know, I, you obviously go in, especially from my point of view, you go in pretty confident with um, what the organisation's going to do and, and the ownership's going to do. And um, obviously they did what, what, what was felt was, was needed for, for our team. And um, obviously on the, the flip side of that, now it's on the players, on, on us to, to go out and execute and, and do what we need to do. And, um, and obviously get further than last year and, and, and keep going going forward and forward. So, um, yeah, it'll be, be nice to, again, like I said, get get away for a couple of days here and sit down and, and have a look at it all and um, obviously start reaching out to some guys and um, almost kind of switching hats back to, to the Jazz slash NBA. So, um, yeah, I'll get there soon. <laughs> yeah, well, enjoy it and soak it up for now, that's for sure. Enjoy, enjoy Enjoy the beach vacation, Joe. You got your favorite beach, or you like to rotate around? Um, I know. Where, I mean, I know where I'm going. <laughs> so we, like, well, we no. Go. I, more do you always go to the same place? I don't expect you to say where it is. You don't need a bunch of jazz fans following you. But I just <laughs> wondered if you had one lockdown that you always go to, or you take different beach vacations and go different places. Yeah, no, we go different um, a lot of the time. Every All Star break and, and all that. And, I mean, honestly, it's, it's mostly off. Um, questions of other people of, of where people have been and, and gone and, and kind of testing it out so um, yeah we've got obviously be very very low key and um, it's purely 100% about um, being with Renee and the kids and um, like I said it's as soon as towards the end of last season and then the, the end of the off season sorry Miller and, and Jacob have, have purely been saying they want to go to the beach with Dad and it's been a constant sentence has come out of their mouth and, and I promised once we were obviously I knew what I had to do after the season and um, as soon as we had an opportunity we were going to take off so tomorrow morning it is and um, we'll go yeah go hang out and um, man it's crazy just to spend five five or six weeks away and how much bigger the twins are and Jack's looks like a 18 year old kid, a little kid now <laughs> uh, it's, it's crazy how uh, how short a time in the in the span of his life, but, but sure. obviously how big a difference it makes um, in the short term. So um, awesome feeling to be back, and awesome to be back in Utah. And um, yeah, we'll we'll get things going soon. All right, Joe. Well, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for squeezing us in before you uh, you head off to the beach. Cool. I'll. Uh, I'll speak to you guys soon. Okay. Joe Ingles, join us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right. (laughs) Joe on the trade. That was so Joe. Well, it's real. It is real. It's also hilarious. Sure, but it's real emotion. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
people you know and where you live, and he's been here long enough to have roots in the community. And basketball is basketball, but he's got his kids here in school and drop them off. He's called us a thousand times, dropping off this son, this yeah. daughter at this place, drives, that place, and and you know it yeah. because he's doing the same route yeah. because he always hits that dead spot with the phone yeah. for a little while. It happens every time. We just yeah. kind of wait it out now because yeah. we know it's coming. And all that's got to change. His wife's involved. She's got friends, and they've made yeah. they've made a life in uh, the in in our in our valley, obviously. And that would be a massive disruption. He'll go play ball. Right. He's played ball all over the world. That's not that big of a deal. I mean, he wants to play ball here because right, of but it's everything. Australia, to Israel, stuff. to Spain, to the United States. He's adjusted. But when he's single all that time, now right. he's got kids and he's right. got a wife and they're they're attached kids here. in school and yeah. So jazz folks, I'm employing you. You simply cannot trade Joe. I don't think you have any weight whatsoever in this discussion. Joe is where he is because of me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, on the radio, you've got you've got Paul there. <laughs> Come on, man! The phone's ringing. <laughs> trade offers are coming in. Jay-Z's like, okay, that's great, but I I got to talk to PK. I'll get back to you. No, I wonder if we put a poll out there with Jazz fans, if you would, because there's no guarantee, so you can't have it. And obviously, if you knew if you traded Joe and you won the title, everybody would say yes. But there are no guarantees in this thing. Never, What would happen is if Joe were traded, there would be massive disappointment on the front end. Now, I think there'd over, be sadness. Yes, I agree. There would. You're right. There would be disappointment and sadness. Now, over time, if that trade triggered the championship run, sure, people would adapt. But there's no guarantee. I think that but you, in the you sh- ask, yeah. you want to stay and keep Joe and try to win a title or trade him and risk it. I think if you put those two equations that be overwhelming. overwhelming, they would, would say keep Joe yeah. and try to win the thing. Yeah, it'd be I don't even think it'd be 80-20. I think it'd be 90-10. The but, connection is outrageous. Don't trade Joe. Well, they didn't. If you trade Joe, I'm going. <laughs> Wherever he goes. I didn't say that. <laughs> Package deal? Just said I'm going. Just, Going across the hall to the bathroom? I'm going. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll need some time if you were to trade Joe. That would be a major blow. When we come back, everything you missed in this show will get you up to speed next. Starting quarterbacks at the U and the Y, Riley Jensen. Just incredibly definitive. We'll get to that coming up. Stay with us.